This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, calling on Congress to pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Some farmers may be in for a long harvest as incoming cold temperatures and winter weather are threatening to blast already slowly maturing crops later this week. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says a strong storm system will be making its way across the upper Midwest the next few days. That system is currently just starting to push into the northwest and it will intensify as it drops southeastward. And so by midweek, we'll see that system starting to come together, low-pressure system over the central Rockies, the central plains, and it will ever so slowly then, from that point, lift northeastward and finally get to the vicinity of Lake Superior by the end of the week. According to USDA's latest crop progress report released Monday, only 58% of the nation's corn crop is mature compared to 92% this time last year. 72% of soybeans were dropping leaves compared to 90% this time last year. Rippey says while the storm will mostly hit the northwestern portion of the Corn Belt of the major production states, the biggest concern will be temperatures in Minnesota and Iowa. Maturity numbers for corn there, 39% Minnesota, 52% full maturity in Iowa. Almost all the corn has has at least reached the the dented stage there, so... You might take a few percentage points off yield potential there because it's it's dented but hasn't reached full maturity. At least it'll be harvested at some point. There is a very small percentage of the crop in the far northern production areas that has not dented and could be lost entirely if that freeze comes in and, and nips the crop as expected. Only 15% of the nation's corn crop and 14% of the nation's soybean crop has been harvested Rippey says the last time farmers saw similar conditions was in the fall of 2009. Here's a word from our sponsor. Farmers and ranchers are calling on Congress to do the right thing for agriculture and the economy by approving USMCA. On top of a $2 billion boost to American farm exports, passage of USMCA will help farmers get back to the roots of their success. Trade, not aid. Large shipments of pork to China helped boost U.S. pork exports for the month of August. Overall pork exports for that month increased 22% from a year ago to some 221,000 metric tons. U.S. Meat Export Federation economist Aaron Borer says the increase in exports is encouraging. So the growth in China has been impressive, but what's also really encouraging is that it has not yet come at the expense of these other markets, which had been growing very strongly while we faced challenges in a lot of these big markets. However, she said pork exports to Mexico are still on the rebound following retaliatory tariffs. Fortunately, the trade is getting back up to speed, but to me it still shows the lingering damage of the 20% tariffs because volumes have come back and certainly value has come back. But um, at this rate, we're talking about recovering to the 2017 record by 2021. On the beef side, August exports saw a 4% decline from this time last year. However, Bohr is optimistic a recently signed deal with Japan will help U.S. beef exports improve moving forward. A dairy economist says passing the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement will have nominal impacts for U.S. milk producers. Mark Stevenson is director of dairy policy analysis at the University of Wisconsin. 
He says USMCA doesn't put producers that far ahead. It kind of gets us back to where we were. So with Mexico as a good example, under NAFTA, that had started with tariffs between U.S. and Mexico, and those tariffs were eventually reduced. That was part of the schedule of NAFTA and eliminated. So we were free trade in dairy products with Mexico. The USMCA gets us back there again. On Canada, he says dairy was not included in the original North American Free Trade Agreement. We have to go back to the uh, WTO agreement to find the uh, tariff recommendations there for Canada and uh, U.S. But USMCA will include Canada. It does specify some changes. It does theoretically open their market up, up to us a little bit. Not much, a little bit. Stevenson says you can't look at USMCA and say it will have an impact on milk checks. He says it will be small in the decimal points. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.